Business Renegades, hosted by my friend Maria Kreider, is brought to you by the Podcast Her Network, the audio destination for ambitious women. Business Renegades is a no-holds-barred journey into building a flourishing business with your digital course as the spearhead of your growing empire. Join Maria as she dives into what it truly takes to grow your influence, wealth, and happiness using a digital course. If you like strategy-filled podcasts like The Motivated CEO, then this podcast is for you. Listen to Business Renegades wherever you get your podcasts. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Esther Avant, and we are talking about three C's of his success for so many different things in life. Esther, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for today's episode. Me too. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. I am a long-term, 17 years since I first started in the health and wellness industry. So I am a personal trainer, a sports nutritionist, nutrition coach, and have worked in basically every sort of health setting you can think of from commercial gyms, corporate wellness. And I've been the owner of EA Coaching, which is an online health and weight loss coaching business for about the last eight years. And I sort of fell into that when I met my husband who is in the Navy and I knew that I didn't want to give up my career or be starting over every time we moved. So enter the internet Mm -hmm. and kind of fast, fast forward a whole bunch of years, here we are. So right now I'm living in Germany and I have a four-year-old son and over kind of the time spanning between when my son was born and when we moved here, my business has grown to the point where I have a team of coaches now who work with me and we are really just on a mission to continue growing and supporting women like our clients for as, as long and as many of them as we can. Oh my gosh. That is an incredible story because I love how you took a challenge. Like, okay, I know that the lifestyle we live, you know, my husband's going to be moved around. And I mean, that's just kind of the reality of being a military spouse is you know that that is going to be inevitable. But you took that as a challenge and it's like, okay, you know, how can I make this work? How can I make it work for myself, for our family, doing what you do best? So that's awesome. I love it. And I love too how you said you fell into entrepreneurship. So I think a lot of us never set out to be entrepreneurs. And now that you have a team, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. It's very cool. And so we're gearing up for another move. We do these every two, three years. And as chaotic as they can be, they're also a really good opportunity for me to reflect on, you know, what's changed in my life and my business over the, the course of time we've been wherever we are. So I've been thinking about just how different things are now than they were when we moved here. And it's just really cool to see, you know, what you can accomplish when you are motivated and when you decide um, I can figure anything out 
and um, and here we are. Exactly, because we truly can figure anything out. We just have to get out of our own way sometimes to do that. And that right there leads us to success. So what are your three C's to success? Talk us through those. I believe that the three C's of success are consistency, commitment, and confidence. And these sort of came about in, so working in in the health industry, exercise, nutrition, those are the things that come most easily to me. And I have realized over the course of being committed to, let's just stick with exercise because it's like the easiest comparison, Mm -hmm. being committed to exercising consistently for the last basically 20 years. I have realized how many parallels there are between being committed to my health and my workouts and growing a business. And that really helped me in figuring out what I needed to do to make my business successful. And then in turn, when I realized I could distill it down to just kind of these three key points, now we use that with our clients and kind of bring it back to the health realm. So consistency is kind of the most obvious one where, yeah, you got to be showing up more often than not if you want to be making progress. And what I think is so cool is the the same mindset and the same strategy that you apply to building your business applies to literally any other area of your life. So if you want to see growth in your business, if you want to see a change on the scale or in your health markers, you need to figure out what are the the core behaviors that will get me the majority of my results instead of having kind of that like shiny object squirrel brain where you're like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should try that. And you spread yourself so thin and you're dabbling in so many different things and you never really get any traction with any of them. You really start to hone in on, you know, there's a saying that like 20% of the actions get 80% of the results or something like that. You start to think in terms of where is my energy best utilized? Where is it actually paying off? And there are a handful of obvious things when it comes to exercise and nutrition. And there are a handful of things when it comes to your business. So figuring out what those are and then giving yourself permission to let go of all the other stuff, the distractions and going all in on these are the, these are the things. Let me figure out what's standing in the way of me doing them consistently. And let me solve for those things. And then let me get myself to the point where it feels easy. And I have the routines and I just know, oh, it's Monday, I do this. This is these are the platforms that I'm involved in. These this is what I do for, you know, lunches, that sort of thing. And get yourself to a point where it starts to feel more natural and more automatic. It'll never be totally effortless, but it can feel a lot less laborious than it does in the beginning. Yeah. It's almost like creating a habit, it sounds like. Exactly. You know, it's just you've got to do the darn thing. You know, it's, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to consistently exercise every single day of the week. But if you're not actually getting out of bed and doing that, you know, when the alarm goes off or at that designated time, yeah, how, how do you get results without the consistent action that backs it? And two, you know, so many people, like you said, we, we get fixated on those shiny objects that we're not actually giving ourselves time to implement the tactics that we're learning that we're just yeah it's like squirrel you know hey this hey that so i i'm a firm believer in that there's a million different ways to get to the same outcome just in nutrition in life in business but if you're always pivoting if you're always changing it how do you know what's working and what's not working right 
That's exactly it. There are, you know, if you talk to a hundred people, they're going to have 95 different strategies that worked for them. What made the difference was they just picked a lane and they stayed in it. And I think sometimes, you know, we make it harder on ourselves because we try to do too much. And then we have all these balls in the air and we end up, you know, dropping one and then feeling like, oh, I blew it and, you know, scrapping the whole thing. And then I think sometimes we also feel like we have to make this like permanent commitment to a specific thing when in reality yes staying focused is very important and being consistent with the things you settle on but you also do want to check in with yourself your progress your intentions your goals and see after you know 30 60 90 days is this working do i still enjoy it is it aligned with my current goals or have my goals changed and to know you get to decide when things look different. So if you decided I'm going to go all in on TikTok and you do that for three months and you're like, you know what? I am dreading having to wake up and, and make these videos. You can, you can shift gears. This isn't saying you have to make a, a lifelong commitment to a single thing, but more so to do less, do it better and actually give yourself, have the patience to give it an opportunity to work. Exactly. And I love that. So thank you so much for giving listeners permission because we forget that we get to decide how we show up for ourselves, how we show up in our business. We have the control. And I think so many times we sit in analysis paralysis because we're afraid of making the wrong decision. So then we don't decide. And then we just get buried farther and farther down in our thoughts and those those thought trains that just keep repeating themselves over and over in our minds. Exactly. And that that was the perfect segue to commitment, which is one of the other C's. Something I, I think has really helped me grow my business is that I have, even in college, I felt this way, that I, I never had a backup plan. I never had like a, well, if this doesn't work out, I can always go do that other thing. I knew there was no other major that I wanted to pursue. And even when things have been hard with my business, when I think about the alternatives, I don't want to go work for someone else. I don't want to not work. Okay, well, I'm out of options then. I have to stay committed to this, even when it's hard. And I think a big piece of that is getting really clear on what the goal is going to afford you or change about your life because we can get really hung up in like the surface level, like aesthetic goals of I want to lose X pounds or I want to be this size or I want to make this much money. And when we don't have an emotional connection to that, it's really hard to stay committed and therefore stay consistent when things aren't easy and they're not always going to be easy. So when you figure out, well, what's going to be different about my life if I'm, you know, a size six, what's going to be different about my day to day if I'm making $100,000? What does that actually represent to you? What, what of your core values are going to be enhanced by achieving that thing? And more often than not, it's about, you know, financially, it's about freedom and opportunity. And health wise, it's about energy and confidence and capability and not fe feeling held back by your body. So when you can be clear on that, that can help drive you through the sticking points and just kind of like the, the mud or we call it the grind when you're just like, mm, not fun, don't want to do it. And you need to anyway. Yes, because at the end of the day, it is you versus you. And, you know, I found for myself, 
not having a backup plan is the greatest motivation ever because it's like, all right, you know, well, there's no plan B, so I have to put in the work. And then when you start to really dive in and question, okay, well, what's what's worst case scenario? It, there's always a solution. Like we mentioned earlier, you can figure anything out. It's not always going to be easy, but when you are committed and hold yourself to that standard, yeah, things start to change. So I yeah. love, love what you had to say about that. 100%. And I think sometimes I play this game where when there's something that I don't want to do, I kind of let myself pretend to entertain the possibility of quitting. Because I do think it's important to remind yourself that you actually are choosing to do all these things, whether it's showing up for a workout or putting out your weekly email list or whatever it is, you might feel like you have to, and that might be kind of the the running script in your head. But if you really stop and think about it, you don't have to. There will be consequences if you don't, and then you'll have to live with those, but it's still your choice. So if you don't want to do the workout, that's fine. Are you willing to then accept that you're not going to get fitter? Maybe you're not going to lose weight or whatever it is you're working on. If you decide that you don't want to show up for your social media audience or your community or, you know, work on whatever your, your next task is, that's fine. But are you okay with then not seeing the result that you're after? So sometimes I think like just telling yourself, okay, fine, like quit then just quit. You don't have to just like, this is it. You're just, you know, close up shop, take down the website and it's all over. And of course I'm not going to do that, but it just reminds me, like it helps me keep perspective. And I think it's, it's really important to remember that you're the one calling the shots and that ultimately you may not want to do the thing in the moment, but it is worth it to you because you want the result of it. Exactly. And just remembering that, yes, you're in control. You are choosing. And I think that a lot of us, we really need that reframe. We need to come back to that, that, okay, I am choosing this. And if I don't, there's consequences. It's what we do with our kids all day long when you think about it. You know, as as parents, like we're we're telling our children, like, okay, you have to do this. Like, okay, if you're not brushing your teeth, you're going to get cavities. You know, these choices have consequences. So just holding ourselves again to that standard and being committed to it because there are consequences. And you can make choices that will create positive changes and you can make choices too that will have negative implications as well. So that's that, exactly it. You right. touched on something. One of my absolute favorite um, kind of coaching points is the idea of parenting yourself. Yeah. Because you're exactly right. Things are seem much more cut and dry with our kids that if you, you know, make dinner and your kid says, I don't want this. You say too bad. This is what we're having. Or if they don't want to put their shoes on, you say too bad. We have to go to school, put your shoes on. You don't negotiate. You don't entertain you know, indulging them. Sometimes we need to give ourselves that same tough love and just be like, well, too bad that you don't want to do it. This is what we're doing. (laughs) You'll be glad you did it and just go do it. Um, And learning to do that from a compassionate place is, I think, so helpful where you just like, don't let yourself off the hook. You know that you wouldn't, you know, that if somebody else was looking over your shoulder, if somebody was holding you accountable, you would do the things. So learning to hold yourself accountable, I think thinking of it in terms of parenting can be exactly the light bullet people need to be like, oh, yeah, okay, so I'm capable of doing that. I can turn it on myself. Right. And, you know, it was funny for me 
that light bulb moment really went off one day when my my daughter was learning how to ride her bike you know she was getting so frustrated and she's like i'm just no good at this and da 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 you know and for me it was certain things in business that i'm like okay i hate showing up you know this that and the other i don't like this i'm like wait a minute I'm telling my daughter, it's okay. You have to start as a beginner. You try, you learn, you grow, you adapt. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I not telling myself <laughs> this too? You know, we all start at ground zero, whether it's a health goal, a, a, any type of goal in our lives, we all start as a beginner. We're, we don't just have this amazing ability. You know, it's within us, but we have to develop it. We have to pull it out. And through practice, through doing things scared, taking that messy action, that's where the beautiful change occurs. And I think too, that helps build confidence as well, which is your third C. I could not agree more. Getting over that learning curve is so crucial. And that's where most people give up. I always picture the, um, I think it's like the story of Sisyphus or something. It was a Red Bull commercial. Anyway, he's like rolling a, a ball, a big rock up a hill and it keeps rolling back down. That's always what I picture when people tell me, you know, I've tried everything and nothing works is like, you're getting that ball part of the way up the hill. And then you get frustrated that it's not happening faster, that it doesn't feel easy yet. You give up, it rolls right back down to the bottom and you never get yourself that last little bit of the way where then you get to go down the hill and it starts to feel easy. And you're exactly right that that's where the confidence piece ties in that at the end of the day if you are struggling to be consistent with the things you know you need to do and you know why they're important to you the missing piece is probably confidence and it makes sense over the course of our lifetimes we have done a lot of things that can kind of chip away at our belief in ourselves if you have had starts and stops in the past with your business or if you have totally shifted gears and you had one kind of business and then you shut it down and now you're trying to pursue a new one whether you have lost weight in the past and then gained it back there's all sorts of things where we feel like we make progress and then we lose it and it just kind of chips away at our belief that we can get a different outcome in the future so if you're having a hard time getting started and really taking meaningful action it may well be that you have this wedge of self-doubt in your brain that is kind of trying to keep you safe by saying like, well, if we never really try in the first place, then we're protected from those, those negative feelings of failure. When in reality, all it's doing is making it 100% certain that you will not achieve the thing because you're not even trying. Um, so this one I think can be the trickiest because it's sort of like a chicken and egg situation where it's like, well, how do I get the confidence if I'm not doing anything to build the confidence? So that's where I think making your health a priority can be such a game changer is if you take control of that. And if you start showing up for yourself in the foods that you're choosing, in taking daily walks, in strength training, if you take control of your health and you show up for yourself day in and day out, you will see results and you will build confidence in yourself. And when you do, you will notice that that spills over into everything else, that the same strategy you've applied to do that applies to your business too. And you start thinking, you know what? Remember that workout the other day that I didn't want to do, but I did? How does that apply here? Remember when I wanted to give up because it was really hard and I didn't think I could, but I finished anyway? I'm stronger than I think. I'm more resilient. I can do things that are harder and uncomfortable. And then you just flip that kind of spotlight onto your business and you say, okay, I can. Let me let me prove it to myself. Let me give myself the opportunity to prove to myself that it's possible. 
I absolutely love that. And in that process, it can be a little uncomfortable, just like with exercise. You know, you may wake up the next day a little bit sore, but that's okay. That's a sign that it's working. You know, it's not going to be, you decide one day, I'm going to be fit and you wake up tomorrow and you know, you're you're on the cover of Shape Magazine, the, the fittest person in the world. No, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but I love that how when you're, you're showing up for you and you're taking those steps, yes, that's where the confidence develops. That's where that, that self-trust grows. Exactly. Just proving yourself to be someone who does what she says she's going to do. I think a lot of times we've, over the course of time, have kind of trained ourselves that it doesn't matter what we say because we're not going to do it anyway. And I see this a ton with the weekly goals that people tend to set where you say, okay, you know, starting this week, I've had enough. I'm going to wake up every morning and I'm going to work out for an hour and I'm going to eat nothing but salads. Or we, we take these kind of extreme measures. And then no matter what happens, we don't look back at that and say, oh, you know what? I fell completely short of those goals. Maybe I should scale back. We just set the goal again and we fall short again and again and again and again. And we just train ourselves that like, who cares what, what I say I'm going to do? I'm not going to do it anyway. So I think one of the keys to building confidence is to be really realistic with yourself. And we, we have our brains are, are fascinating creatures. We have a tendency to think that the previous week is going to be completely different from the upcoming week. So we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I only did one workout, but next week I can totally do six. And it's like, well, next week is going to be pretty similar. Yeah. So what if you set the bar at two? And we don't want to take baby steps, but that's what we need. And when you do set goals that you're actually confident you can achieve, you build momentum. You get some wins under your belt and it feels good. And then you want to do a little bit more instead of consistently falling short and feeling badly about it. Oh my gosh, so good. And yeah, that all or nothing thinking really does destroy dreams so quickly. But making that tiny shift to be more realistic you're absolutely right. Why is next week going to be so much different than last week? You know, most of us have very similar habits and routines, commitments that, you know, with work and school and our jobs, our businesses, you know, parenting, we kind of know what's coming. So why are we creating these narratives in our head that, okay, well, suddenly, you know, as of the first of the year, everything's going to change. Well, well no, we're, we're still living and, you know, the world around us is happening. Right, exactly. Most of your life has not changed. Right. And I think part of what makes it so tricky is that all of these things, business and health, they're they're lagging indicators. So, and again, this is where the, the commitment comes in. You need to show up with the confidence that what you're doing is going to work for a long time before you really have evidence that it is, before you start getting hits on your website or before your following grows or before you get clients, before the scale starts to move, before you drop a clothing size. That can take weeks, if not months. And that's really why your commitment is so important, why you need to not entertain giving up because so many people have those starts and stops where you put in a bunch of effort for a little bit of time, don't see the instant results you were hoping for, give up, lose all the momentum that you had started, You know, get frustrated with yourself, start again. I had a business coach who referred to it as like a microwave popcorn effect where if you put the microwave, if you put the popcorn in the microwave for you know four minutes and leave it alone, 
nothing happens at first and then you get like a pop and then a pop pop and then it starts popping faster and faster and next thing you know you got this whole overflowing bag but if you 10 seconds in when it hasn't started popping yet if you open your door and you know look at it and close it again and do that every 10 15 seconds it's never going to pop so you need to figure out those those big rock behaviors you need to commit to them and you need to consistently do them with the confidence that they're going to work period and assess you know after a month after three months after six months but don't go shoot yourself in the foot by wanting results that just aren't realistic exactly esther this conversation is going to be just such a game changer to so many of our listeners where can we learn more about you this has been so fun thank you for an awesome conversation i have a podcast on all the normal podcast feeds called live diet free that uh, is one of my absolute favorite things so i'd love if you guys check that out you can find me on the internet at estheravant.com. I'm also on Facebook, same name, and Instagram is esther.avant. Awesome. Until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 